Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay Pinchuk, host and founder of Dear Found Her. And before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news. You've asked and I'm answering. We're taking Dear Found Her live for some much anticipated networking events starting this fall. We'll be kicking things off where I live in Chicagoland with the goal to add more cities to our lineup in 2024. Our events will be free. You just have to be a female founder, but you'll have to RSVP. So make sure you get on our list so that you are the first to know when registration goes live. Space is limited. The link's in the show notes. I can't wait to meet you. Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. In case you missed it, we dropped a regular interview episode last Thursday with Carissa Bodner of Thrive Cosmetics, so make sure you check it out. She is a total force. However, I'm having a really hard time right now wrapping my head around dropping content where everything seems fine and dandy. A lot of my interviews were done prior to October 7th, and I don't know. I just, I, I'm just having a really hard time with it. The world just isn't fine and dandy. And so many of you are asking for help with your marketing, your content, and your social media during this time. So I went back and forth this week of about whether or not I was going to drop a normal episode. But instead, we're going to talk today about creating content that connects and what happens when you do. But before we get into today's episode, I am your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I've been building brands for nearly 25 years. I started my own company back in 2010 with just a $500 investment, and I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I didn't have a marketing budget, and I started my community from scratch. I built this company through practical, cost-effective, organic marketing strategies. And this was all before I led my company's acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. If today's conversation resonates with you, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review to let us know that is how other people find us and that's how other people find the amazing stories that we share here each and every week. Simply visit www.ratethispodcast.com forward slash dear founder, and you can leave that rating or review on any platform where you podcast. So a friend asked me last week how many followers I've lost since I started speaking out for Jewish people and for Israel on October 7th. And for those of you who don't know or maybe don't follow me, I am Jewish, and I have always spoken up for every single minority, any social cause I believe in. Um, This is something that I've done for the last 14 years on social media. 
And truth be told, when my friend asked me, I didn't even know. Like, I didn't even know if I had lost followers or gained followers. And I'll get into this in a second. But speaking out, when you choose to speak out about a social cause or for or for a minority um, that you want to represent, speaking out isn't about follower count. It is honestly about being on the right side of history. And it's about having a good moral compass. And that's who I am. I've always chosen to speak out. And as I've shared the last couple of weeks here since October 7th, I have always received a ton of shit from haters when I do. But honestly, I don't care. I would never not speak out for any social issue or any minority that I believe in and want to support because I'm worried about losing followers. That is silly and has no impact on my decisions. When you show your true self, your vulnerability, you connect with your community in the most incredible way possible. And I will say that with certainty, and I'm going to get into that in a minute, and I'm going to share a couple of examples. But it is that vulnerability and true self and pulling back the curtain that allows you to connect with people. I have connected with some of the most incredible people over Instagram when we're talking about a social issue or when we're fighting for the rights of a minority. Um, So let me explain. The world just witnessed three, four weeks ago, three weeks ago, one of the largest per capita barbaric terrorist attacks of all time. How more people aren't denouncing these acts of terrorism is honestly beyond me because terrorism isn't a social issue but we will call it like it is as everyone is treating this as nothing but. If you are a brand, company, celebrity, influencer who has spoken out about every social issue under the sun and you are not denouncing this terrorist act, that is an issue. You do not get to pick and choose. But if you are a brand who has never spoken out, a brand, a personality, a company, a celebrity, etc., who has never spoken out, and you are going on as life is normal right now, that is also an issue. And your community and customers are taking note and they're talking about it. Maybe this will open your eyes. Like I mentioned, a friend of mine asked me if I'd lost followers on Instagram where I've been very vocal about speaking out to no end against anti-Semitism and in support of the Jewish people. So I checked. What do you guys think happened? Well, in the last 30 days, I've, yes, lost followers. I've lost, at the time of me looking, 411 followers. And actually, this is from yesterday, and I gained a ton of followers overnight because of a reel I posted. So this is um, this data is a day old. But I've lost 411 followers. So bye-bye to all the anti-Semites. I don't want you here anyway. But guess what? I have gained 890 And then I want to go a little bit deeper with you on some of these numbers. My reach right now is up 261%. My content interactions are up 126%. My story interactions are up 800%. My impressions are up over 300%. And at the the last um, I checked, which was this was a day old, these insights, um, my content since October 7th has received over 600,000 impressions. Most important, 
I reached nearly 300% more non-followers, which means that people who don't follow me already and don't subscribe to me and what I do already, they are seeing my content. So what does this tell you? What do these numbers tell you? I'm going to tell you right now what it tells you. It tells you that when you speak up, you connect with people. When you speak up, your community engages. When you speak up, your communities and your customers will remember this forever. When you talk about things that are controversial, it's not a bad thing. It's life. And people want to hear from you about these topics. I find it ironic and almost laughable that influencers, celebrities, and companies aren't speaking out right now because they're worried about losing followers and customers. Sure, when you speak up, you might lose followers, but you will gain tenfold in regards to your customer lifetime value. And all of these influencers, especially who are so worried about their fucking vanity number and and what that looks like and losing followers, they're so narcissistic that it, it shocks me that they're not speaking out because if they would speak out, they would likely gain more followers. It's actually insane to me. This isn't the first time that this has happened to me. When I've spoken up for abortion rights and women's health rights, when I've spoken out um, for gun control, when I spoke up as an American citizen against the insurrection, each of these times, my numbers did something very similar to what they're doing right now. Sure, again, I lost followers, but these are the wrong followers. These are the people who will never be my customers. And instead, I gained so many more of the right connections. It's kind of like cleaning house in a really great organic and natural way. Like I said, I've always spoken up for every social issue to the point that I got my hand slapped by the company who bought mine when I was working for them, when I spoke up for Black Lives Matters. The irony when you see these numbers is that I don't care about my follower count. Like the numbers I just shared to you, I could give a flying fuck. I really do not care. And I don't care about any of the vanity metrics. I want to have the right people following me and the right people engaging with me. I put myself out there because that's who I am and that's how I roll. So I also want you to take note of this. Right now, your community in some way, shape, or form is being impacted by what is going on in the world. There is not a person ever right now who is not impacted by what is going on. So when you're silent, your community is taking that as that it doesn't matter to you versus you using this opportunity to meet them where you are or where they are and to connect with them. It's really important to read the room with your content and right now is no exception. Sure, a lot of us have a living to make through our content, but at the same time, when you talk about things like your book or the doors closing on your course, when the world is blowing up around you, that message is going to fall on deaf ears and no one is going to give a shit, okay? Like, I mean, really and truly. Over the years, I've had to push back events. I've had to push back classes and courses over the last couple of years when things like this have come up. That's life and you need to adjust to it. <clears throat> I will say this, and this is really important. So listen up. I have barely talked about my business since October 7th, barely. 
I've also only dropped one normal episode of Dear Founder. Yet you want to know what? I've had more inquiries for my services than ever before during a period of time. What does that tell you? So what I want to get into today is how to create connections on social media through your content, how to create that content that connects with people, and what to think about when you want to connect with your community. So we're going to really go back to the basics here. So let's take a step back for a moment. Your brand marketing is the way that businesses or organizations highlight and bring awareness to products or services by connecting values and voice to the right audience through strategic communication. So I want to say that again. Your brand marketing is the way that your business or organization highlights and brings awareness to its products or services by connecting values and voice to the right audience through strategic communication. Your brand strategy maps out how you're different, how you're trustworthy, how you're memorable, how you're likable by your ideal customer. It conveys your purpose, your promises, and how you solve problems for the people that you're trying to reach. You can think of brand strategy as the blueprint for how you want the world to see your business. And then your content strategy is how you put your brand strategy out into the world. So we've talked already about your brand marketing, which is the way that you bring awareness to your products and services and the the voice that you use. Your brand strategy maps out how you're different and trustworthy and it communicates how you your purpose and how you solve problems, how you solve problems. And then your brand strategy is also your blueprint for how you want the world to see your business, but your content strategy is how you put that brand strategy out into the world. It's how and where you show up and serve your community, ultimately growing the number of viable customers that you reach, engage with, and ultimately transact with. One of the habits that I want you to get into if you're not already doing it is serving your community. How do you do that? Well, one of the ways is by providing them valuable content surrounding your area of expertise. Okay, you can't just talk about your product and share how great it is all day long. You have to share things that build your authority, your trust, your expertise. You have to show how you are going to solve a problem for them. What is your community's end goal? You need to solve it through your content. And I just said a couple of minutes ago that I have not dropped a normal episode of Dear Founder since October 7th, and that's just because I have felt weird about it. But instead, what I've done is I've listened to what you've told me your problems are, both on Instagram, in my email, even in conversations in person. And I've created conversations and content surrounding those problems that you're facing right now. And that's what I'm putting out into the world. So instead of moving forward right now, and yes, I did drop one normal episode, but instead of moving forward right now, as if nothing's changed and just regularly scheduled content, I'm reading the room. You guys are scared. You have businesses to run and you're not really sure how to navigate it. So I am changing my content to put content to help you out into the world. And normally my content does help you, right? Like when I have a guest here on the show, that content helps you. You guys learn from those guests. But right now in this moment, I don't know that a lot of those conversations that I've that I've recorded already are what you want to hear. I think that you want, based on what you've told me, you want to hear how to navigate this for your business. And so I have changed what it is that I'm sharing. And instead of talking about 
my book that I was going to launch on October 10th, my ebook, I really have barely talked about it at all. And I've moved things around. So again, you have to read the room. I want to share a couple of quick things about your community and your content that I think is really important. Your community is your brand's number one asset. So your community is not just your followers and you can't just treat your followers as followers. Like I said, vanity metrics don't matter. You have to treat your followers as a community because when you do, it opens up so many doors of opportunity. You get feedback, word of mouth marketing, bottom line growth. Those are some really great pluses and positives to treating your followers like a community. If you're not talking to and engaging with your community, these other two C's, I call them the three C's, these other two C's will be irrelevant. So you have your community, but you also have your content. So your community may be your number one asset, but your content is your number one marketing tool. Content's everything you put out into the world about you and about your brand, it's your social media, your website, your emails, your events, your partnerships, your publicity. Your content is how you build your community. And then the last C is connection. Every piece of content that you put out into the world should be designed to connect to your community. If you're serving your community and creating meaningful content, the connection will be a natural one. It won't be one that you have to stretch or strive for. Really and truly, all you have to do is show up. You have to pull back the curtain. You have to share your story, why you're here, because when you do, you build connections with your community. And through these connections, you are building a natural bridge for later transactions. So I want to share with you, and I have shared a li- I have shared on this topic before, but we are going to share on this topic right now as it pertains to right now in the moment and, and why you can use these five strategies right now and how I'm using these five strategies right now to achieve those numbers that I shared with you at the top of this episode. So I'm going to share with you five ways to connect with your community. So number one, share your story, okay? And, and you've heard me say this before, but we're going to take it a step further. Share your story and story tell. So you hear me say all the time to share your story, so so much so that many of you stop me on the street and you say to me, I, I listened and I shared my story and I got so much engagement. And that is the truth. Um, your story is what connects you to your community <clears throat> in the most human way possible. As many of you know, and when I say your story, I, I mean like who you are, what you do, how you do it, why you do it. What were the obstacles that you overcame? What were the pivots in your life that made you change to do what it is that you're today? Those those are the things that make up your story, right? And as many of you know, I encourage you to to share your story at least once a month. But again, I want you to take it a step further. I want you to make sure that you're telling stories through your content, not just the once a month when you share your story, but use stories throughout your content to prove your points. For example, when I talk about business and I talk about, let's say, partnerships, this is something you're going to hear me talking about a lot in the coming weeks because I'm launching an ebook on how to execute partnerships for your brand. But when I talk about partnerships, I share the stories behind the partnerships. I don't just say what the example is. I share the story and why the partnership worked and what made it happen and what we did to achieve success. So it's you, you really want to share the stories. But I also want you to take a look at a few of the reels that I've made since October 7th. 
we're going to put business aside right now. The most viewed reels were the ones where I told personal stories about growing up, about being Jewish, about visiting Poland. I made the posts and the content personal by pulling back the curtains and sharing stories, not just spewing facts that I could get on Wikipedia. In doing so, when I shared these things, I presented my why. Why am I so passionate about protecting the Jewish people? Well, I am Jewish and it is really important to me. And in sharing these stories, it has given me this bridge of connection to so many people who have the same stories and who feel the same and who have told their friends, you have to follow this girl, Lindsay Pinchuk. She talks our language. She speaks our language. Share your stories. So number two is to share things about yourself that no one knows. So this does go along with telling stories for sure. But when you let people in, they start to trust you. Again, take a look at some of my most engaged posts since October 7th. They're the ones where I share my beliefs, my views, and how I'm feeling, how I'm feeling. And that is really important. When you share a feeling, even though it, 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 you are so vulnerable when you do that, when you share a feeling, it opens up the door in a way that no other content can. Someone new on my Instagram, for example, may not have known my political views because they're new, right? And while you don't have to share yours, that's not necessarily what I'm saying, but in doing so and in sharing mine along with this conflict that's going on, I've connected with so many incredible people. So it's okay to share things that no one knows. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to tell stories that don't paint you in the most positive light. It's okay. Number three, answer questions. Let your community know that they can ask you anything and answer them. So I will tell you that right now I have so many people that are not Jewish reaching out to me in my DMs and it's fine that it's there and asking me questions about what should I say to my friends? What is the history of this? Why do why why are the Palestinians mad about this? Asking and educating themselves and I am answering those questions and I have blatantly said I would answer anything or I will find you the answer. So this is one moment in time. I often also put question boxes in my stories and I tell people, you can ask me anything about business, about being an entrepreneur, about being a mom, whatever it is that you want. So let your community ask questions. This helps you to showcase your area of expertise, your passion, and it also allows you to share information. You can put the question box in your stories and then you can answer face to camera in your stories or in a reel, or you can type out the answers. Number four is engage, okay? So you have to engage with your community when they engage with you. And I will say that right now, even though it is so time consuming because I am getting so much engagement, I am liking every single comment and I am trying to comment back on every single comment and I'm trying to start conversations. So it's not just liking the comments and commenting back, it's asking questions, starting conversations. When you converse on social media in your comment section, your posts go further. The funniest thing about this is, and I said this, I think I said this on social media this week, all of these people who are like dropping Palestinian flags and yelling free Palestine and from the river to the sea and whatever on my posts, great, let them do that. You want to know why? When they comment that shit on my post, which does nothing because at the end of the day, just because someone drops a Palestinian flag on my on my comments... I'm not going to all of a sudden be like, yes, free Palestine, right? And I said this last week on the podcast. But what it does is it makes the post go further. 
So in order, if, if you have 10 comments on your post and you comment back to all of them, you all of a sudden have 20 comments on your post. And then if you ask good questions and people comment back to you, you'll have 60 comments on that post. So you see what I'm saying? That helps your posts go further. So you have to be social on social media. Number five, um, do not, and I repeat, do not focus on your vanity numbers. When you do, you start to focus on the wrong things. Of course, you want to look at your insights and you want to use them to make sure that you're creating content that's connecting. That's a for sure. That's a whole other conversation. But the second you start doing things for followers, you lose your way with your content strategy and your community. Oh, and whatever you do, don't buy followers. I saw an account the other day from a woman that I know and her followers have gone up by the thousands. She's like done nothing in the last month. And I started looking at her followers and at her comments, and it was very clear that bots were commenting on her posts. They're not making any normal comments, and most of them are like from foreign people. So don't do this, okay? Um, you know, I, I took over the social strategy for a client once, and the biggest issue for them was that they were losing followers every single day. Why is that? Well, they told me that they had an agency buy actual followers for them. Well, these followers boosted their vanity numbers for sure, but they were men from places like India and the Ukraine and the Middle East, not the expectant women that they were hoping to reach, who are their customers. So once we started focusing on their community and creating, creating content that actually connected with their community, they started gaining followers, the right followers, at a rapid pace. And eventually they ended up growing their following despite the fact that they were losing followers every single day as the bots and the, the paid followers were dropping off. And then last but not least, I know I said five, but I'm going to give you six. Just be yourself. Okay. This is how you actually connect with your community. If you don't, okay. There's a couple of things that I want to say about just being yourself. If being yourself is like being polished all the time and camera ready, then fine. But that's actually not how, how things work in the real world. You do not have to be polished. You do not have to wear makeup. You do not have to have lighting. You do not have to have professional videos for every single fucking reel you make. Because you know what? When you do, you look like an asshole. And I'm going to say that. You do. Because it's not natural. And it looks like you're putting on a show for people who, who knows who you're putting on a show for, right? So if you show up as a version of yourself that doesn't exist, and you're acting, and you're clearly being coached, People aren't going to magnetize towards you. They're not going to connect with you. They're not going to want to buy from you. They're not going to want to break bread with you. Okay. So if you show up as a version of yourself that doesn't exist, one day you will be found out. So don't try to be someone else. Just be you and the right people will show up in your space. And I say that with certainty because it happens to me time and time again. And it's happening to me right now. And like I said a few minutes ago at the top of this episode, I've had more people reach out to me for my business services during the last three weeks than any other three-week period of this year combined. Seriously, like so many people have reached out. And the first thing that they say to me is, I love what you're doing. You feel like you're so real and normal and natural. And that is what people are saying to me. And they connect with me and they're telling me that they feel like they know me and they want to work with me. So that is the type of connection that you want to make through your content. 
it's important that you think about what you put out into the world and how you can make it work for you and be efficient about what it is that you're doing, okay? So content is a huge piece of your marketing strategy, but you don't want to get into the habit of spinning your wheels and creating content just to create content. We want to be mindful about what you're putting out into the world. You want to be efficient with your content creation, and you want to make sure that your content actually works for you. So sharing your experiences, your advice, and your knowledge and showing up as yourself does one thing. It connects me to you and it makes you human. I hope that you found this information helpful. I am happy to answer any questions. Shoot me an email, lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com or drop me a DM at lindsaypinchuk or on Dear Founder. I am checking it. I am planning on releasing a regular episode next week. I have some great episodes in the bank and I don't want them to get old. I want you to be able to listen to them. And truth be told, I think that everyone can use a little bit of a break right now. But at the same time, I want to make sure that you know I'm here for you as you navigate your business, not just right now during this clusterfuck mess of a world that we're in, but I want you to know that I'm here for you always. And you can always come to me with any questions, anything that any questions that you might have, other people for sure have too. So um, take a take a look at the links in the show notes. There's some great resources that I'm dropping down there. Um, I am dropping a um, a um, a guide that is 30 ideas for simple partnerships you can use to um, to enhance your brand awareness. I'm dropping my engagement checklist. There's some great great stuff down there, and so take a look and make sure that you grab some of my resources. And on that note, I will see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Hi, guys. It's me, Lindsay. So many of you reach out and ask me how you can work with me and how I can support your business. So I figured I'd simply tell you right here. Since leaving the company I founded and sold, I've helped dozens of companies, big and small, build their organic marketing strategies through my signature method, Sweep. Sweep utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective, community-centric marketing strategies to ignite your brand. Big companies hire my do-it-for-you services where I build your strategy and work with your team to implement it or find you the right resources to do so. I also offer limited do-it-with-you services where I guide you along the process of doing it yourself. You can also bring me into your company for a keynote address or a workshop to help your team level up and ignite your brand. If you're looking for that added layer of guidance, please reach out. There's a link in my show notes. Book a call with me and let's see how we can work together. I can't wait to meet you and to learn about your business. Now back to the show.